Welcome to the Hustle Sanely Podcast, a show inviting you to live a peacefully productive life. I'm your host, Jess Massey, a peaceful productivity coach and planner creator. My mission is to share mindset shifts and peaceful productivity tips that help people with really full lives go from running on fumes to living with intention in every season. You're in the right place if you want to design a life that reflects your actual priorities so you can stop the constant hustle and pursue your goals while prioritizing your well-being. Now take a deep breath and let's learn how to hustle sanely. Hello, hello, Hustle Sanely Squad, and welcome back to the show. I am so grateful that you decided to click play on this episode, which, by the way, (laughs) I feel like this happens quite often. I had something totally different planned for this week's episode, but this question or like a question similar to this has been popping up enough over the last few weeks in my DMs that I was like, okay, we need to make a whole entire podcast episode about this. And that question is basically, how do you hustle sanely when you're sick or when your kid is sick? Like one of those two versions of the question. Like how do you handle your to-do list not getting done and your routines going out the window? And we're going to talk about all that. We are going to cover all of that. But first, since it is the first Tuesday of a new month, we are going to kick this episode off with some Hustle Sanely news, which if you're new here, it's just a quick segment that we do at the start of every month so that I can fill you in on all the juicy details about what's happening in the Hustle Sanely community this month. And honestly, y'all, I only have one thing that I really want to talk to you about this month, and it's the free Chaos to Calm workshop. I mentioned in an earlier episode that I was working on this for you, and it is ready, it is done, and I am so freaking proud of it. So it's such a valuable workshop and it really is my gift to you. Like it is a gift. It is free. When you sign up, I'm going to email you a workshop video that's around 40 minutes long where I cover what routines are and what they're not, how to design routines for your season, five routines that will invite more peace into your life, and then how to create a weekly schedule to weave these routines into your life right now. I'm also going to email you a workbook so you can take what I'm teaching in the video and like actually apply it to your life and not just be like a sponge. But I want you to be a sponge who takes action. You know what I mean? So if this sounds like something that you're interested in, head over to jessicamassey.com slash CTC and pop your email in the box and I'll send you everything you need to go from chaos to calm. And I will have that link in the show notes for you as well. So if you're driving or exercising or something and you're like, oh my gosh, I don't want to forget it. It's in the show notes. I got you. And I'm going to give you a little spoiler alert too. I launched a new course called the Hustle Sanely Lifestyle Course on January 24th. And there may or may not be a sneaky little discount code for you for that course inside the free workshop. So yeah, just saying you're getting a lot of free value just taking the workshop itself. And then there's a little bonus gift for you at the end of the free workshop, like a gift in a gift. Like you are welcome. You're welcome. Again, head to jessicamassey.com slash CTC to sign up for the chaos to calm workshop. And that's it. That's all I want to talk about for hustle sanely news, because I really want you to go check out that workshop. Okay. So Let's jump into today's topic, how to be productive when you're sick. 
During this time of the year, aka like flu and cold season, this type of question pops into my weekly Q&A box on Instagram on the regular. Then I got this message a few weeks ago in the Hustle Sanely BFF Facebook group. The message said, I am so sure there's a post somewhere or some info regarding resetting routines coming back from illness. And then she goes on to say that like she and her whole family were basically down for the count for a couple days and she's just, they were all out of it. So she needed tips and strategies to like get back on track. And then I kid you not, the week after that, I was guest teaching in a mastermind for another online community. And someone asked about how to handle their to-do list when their kid gets sick unexpectedly. And I was like, okay, that's it. As soon as that person asked me the question, I mentally like moved around all the February podcast episodes. And I was like, we're doing an entire podcast episode on this in February. So here we are. That is how we got here. So I want to start start off by reminding you how I define productivity because I think it's really important as we go through this episode. I define productivity as doing the right thing at the right time, not just blasting through a to-do list at the speed of light while you sacrifice your mental health and relationships along the way. Okay, so that's important. Hold on to that as you listen to the rest of this episode. To me, when you or someone in your family is sick, focusing on health and getting well is being productive because you're doing the right thing at the right time. You know what I mean? I think hustle culture has really inundated us with the belief that if we're not performing all the time, aka if we're not going, 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 doing, 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 that we're failing. We're not doing enough. And that's just not the truth, you guys. The truth is we are humans with limitations. We are humans who require regular rest to operate well. I think a lot of us need to pause and reevaluate our relationships with productivity. We need to understand that we are human beings, not human doings, and that our capacity, our bandwidth, our outputs, it's going to look different day to day. And that's normal. That's healthy. We're not freaking robots here. Okay. Like we are human beings. It is normal. It is healthy for all those things, our capacity, our bandwidth, and our output to look different every day. So if you or someone in your family is sick, I think it's important to acknowledge that your main priority when the sickness hits is getting you and or your people well. Like that should be your number one priority. So that being said, how can you do that? How can you shift your focus onto your family's well-being when you're juggling 15 different things at any given time? Because let's be real, the show's got to go on even when somebody's sick, right? Like your responsibilities don't all just like fall out the window. So I have four tips for you today that are going to help you be productive when you and or somebody in your family is sick. And really quick, I I know, I know, I know y'all are smart and I know y'all know this, but I'm going to say it anyway. None of this is meant to be taken as medical advice. And these tips are also not intended to be applicable for someone who is navigating a chronic illness. I feel like that's a different situation. My intention for these tips is for when you have a few days of a bug that's got you or someone in your house down. So keep that in mind as you listen as well. Okay. So that being said, let's jump into the tips. So tip number one, don't roll your eyes. Okay. That's not the tip. (laughs) I'm saying don't roll your eyes at the tip. Tip number one, have realistic expectations of what is going to get done. Sassy Dress is here to remind you that your schedule and routines are tools, not chains. You hear me say that all the time, 
But what am I actually saying when I say that? I'm saying that your schedule and routines are there to support you, not to stress you out. I'm saying that you're the boss of your schedule and routines. They're not the boss of you. I'm saying that sometimes crap hits the fan and your typical schedule and routines are going to go out the window. And when that happens, not if, when that happens, your whole life is not going to come crumbling down. It's not. I promise. We all get sick from time to time, and it usually happens at the most inconvenient times. And when it inevitably happens, we have to accept that our normal pace of getting things done is going to be slower when we're sick. There's no getting around it. And the faster you can accept that truth, that you're going to get sick sometimes, which means your output is going to tank sometimes. And the best thing you can do is meet yourself where you're at and give yourself the proper accommodations to get well. The better you'll be able to navigate sickness when it hits. Like when you can recognize all that, own it, and just walk in that, that's when you're going to be able to navigate sickness when it hits. We have to lean into key one to hustling sanely and we have to get our mindset right about how we're going to approach this sick situation. So when we're sick or someone we love is sick and needs our attention and we try to fight it by pushing through and trying to achieve our normal standard of day-to-day productivity, we are honestly just making things harder for ourselves. But when you can recognize that during a sick period, resting and doing what you need to do to get well is actually the most productive thing you can do, you're likely going to recover quicker and be able to to get back to your norm quicker. So I saw a quote on Instagram that has stuck with me. It's seriously like I cannot get it out of my mind. I wish I remember who posted it, who I saw like the reference was, but I can't remember. But the quote was this, hustle culture tries to tell us that rest is taking our foot off the gas, but in reality, rest is putting fuel in the tank mic drop. You know, like that is such a mic drop moment to me. So be real with yourself. When you're sick or someone you're responsible for is sick, take a minute to think through what is realistic to get done that day. Run through your to-do list to determine what is urgent and weed out what is not urgent. Delegate what you can and then know that the rest will get done eventually. And then this is another quote. I'm in a quote mood, okay? (laughs) Nature does not hurry, yet everything is accomplished. And that's, I saw that one on Instagram too. When you're battling sickness, graciously keep it real with yourself about what is going to get done and lean into the rest that you need to get well. So that is tip number one. Tip number two is a little bit more hands-on, less mindset, more hands-on, more like tangible. And tip number two is have margin built into your schedule. So this is honestly my favorite tip of them all because carving out space for margin in my schedule truly changed my life. I am not being dramatic. It changed my entire life. Margin is what keeps me from feeling like I'm running around like a chicken with its head cut off. So if you're like, okay, but what is margin? I want you to think about margin as blank space. Margin, it's it's breathing room. It's your schedule's emergency fund for when your bestie calls and needs a listening ear or somebody throws up or you just need to take a breather for a minute. It's space for life to happen in your schedule. So margin is unscheduled time that you can use however you want. And maybe that's by doing some self-care. Maybe it's by spending time with your family. Maybe it's doing tasks that got pushed to the back of the priority list when you were sick. So margin is unscheduled time. 
time. So how can you carve out space for margin in your schedule? I've got, I got a few tips for you. So tips within a tip. Okay. So the first one is build blocks of unscheduled time into your calendar. So I like to have time every week that is dedicated to just being unscheduled. I block off two to three hours of white space a week. So for me right now, it looks like two hours of unscheduled work hours built into my week and about an hour of unscheduled personal time built into my week. So on Mondays, I have two hours blocked off so that I can catch up on any work tasks if I need to. My work days are Tuesday through Thursday right now, but if something comes up or takes me longer than I thought, I know that I have those two hours on Monday to catch up if I need to. So then for my personal stuff, I use Everly's naps on Saturdays as my personal catch-up time. So if there are tasks that didn't get done around the house because life happened or maybe somebody stopped over for a visit unexpectedly, I can take care of what didn't get done on Saturdays. So it doesn't have to be all at once either. You can do 30 minutes here, an hour there if that works best for you. Don't get so stuck on doing it exactly how I explain that I do it. Take the principle of what I'm saying and find a way to twist it to fit into your season of life. Okay. That's what's important. So I like doing this, having this margin built into my week because it serves as a catch-all just built into my schedule. So if something comes up like getting sick, I already have the space in my schedule to move things around without having to totally panic about wondering where things are going to go, you know? So my second tip for putting margin in your, getting margin in your life, don't schedule things back to back. So for example, on Thursdays for the next few weeks, I have two coaching calls since I'm running a live round of the Hustle Sanely Lifestyle course right now. I scheduled our coaching calls for the course at 1.30, and they're around 45 to 60 minutes long. And I also do BFF membership calls on Thursdays as well. So most people will be like, okay, if your Hustle Sanely Lifestyle course call ends at 2.30, then you can start your BFF call at 2.30. No absolutely not. That is a recipe for me to feel stressed out and stretched way too thin. I need some transition time built in there. So I have the Hustle Sanely Lifestyle call from 1.30 to 2.30 and then the BFF calls don't start until 3 o'clock. So I have that 30-minute buffer time. So that's another way to kind of inject margin into your life is have that buffer time. And then the last little tip within a tip to help create margin in your schedule is declutter your plate for this season if you need to. So if you're listening and you're like, cool, but I am currently at capacity and there is no room on my schedule for two to three unscheduled hours, well, guess what? You are the captain of the ship. You're the boss of your life. And that means you get the tough job of making cuts when they need to be made. If your schedule is busting at the seams, I highly recommend taking a good hard look at everything on your plate and making a few cuts so you have some breathing room in your schedule. That might mean that you have to let go of a few good things so that you can show up well for the great things in this season. Making cuts, y'all, it's never fun. Okay. I have to do it too. And it's not fun, but you 
have to think of your future self and how you're supporting yourself in the long run, right? And remember that cutting something for this season doesn't mean that you're cutting it forever. Maybe you can't volunteer in your kid's class every month right now, but you can swing volunteering once a semester. Or maybe right now you're not able to go to your regular 6.30 a.m. workout class five days a week, but you are able to get in solid workouts at home, saving yourself the commute time to the gym each way. Margin requires you to make some sacrifices, and the reward is not feeling stretched so thin and having time built into your schedule for when things like getting sick come up. So when you have margin in your schedule, you have breathing room in your schedule to move things around, and you're not going to feel like you're behind if you have an off day or two from being sick. So that is tip number two. Tip number three is create a sick day routine. So I am all about being proactive so that when things come up, I'm as prepared as possible. That being said, it might be helpful for you to have some sort of loose sick day routine in place for when you or a loved one comes down with something. That way your first reaction isn't to revert to stress, but to do what you need to do to keep the show going, right? So that being said, remember that our schedules and routines are tools, not chains. When someone is sick, you can whip out your sick day routine, go over it, and see what pieces of it feel supportive and do those and leave the rest. So an example of a sick day routine might be this. Grab your planner and see if there are any time-bound commitments that you need to cancel and communicate to others. So like if you have to cancel a meeting or if you are not going to be able to go into work, like you need to figure that out and call the appropriate people to let them know, right? So basically it's like seeing what you cannot do and which of those things are affecting other people that you need to like fill them in. So that could be an example of your first, the first part of your sick day routine. Second one, look over your task list for the day and see what you can shuffle around by either delegating or moving to a different day. This is where it's helpful to have margin built into your schedule because you have that room to move things around. And then make note of any tasks that are absolutely urgent and need to be done that day. The next thing you might do during a sick day is call your support people to lend you a helping hand, whether it's a spouse, your best friend, your mom, your neighbor, whoever. Get some fresh air. Order a nourishing meal. Take a nap. So that might be an example of your sick day routine, right? It's simple. It helps you get through what needs to get done. And then also it is highly emphasizing rest and recovery, which is what's important when you're sick, right? So come up with your very own sick day routine. That is tip number three. Uh, Tip number four, the last tip that I'm going to share with you today is have a game plan for when everyone is back to feeling well. So I'm a list-making queen. I am sure that that is not shocking to you. Truly, my life list, my peacefully productive planner, and my Google calendar, they are my ride or dies. Like those three things, they are just everything to me. Okay, that's dramatic. They are very important to me. You get it. You get it. You get it. But when I'm down and out for a few days because of a sickness, I open up my favorite note-taking app on my phone. I'll link it in the show notes if you want to check it out. It's called Notion. And I brain dump everything that I want slash need to do once I'm feeling better. So my post-sickness brain dump might be something like this. 
wash all the sheets because I don't know about you, but when somebody is sick, I feel the need to wash every piece of laundry in my house when everybody's better. Like, I don't know. It's just, maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just me. So wash all the sheets, do an all hands on deck, deep clean of the house, AKA everyone who lives with you and is capable pitches in. And we just do like a deep clean of the whole house. You got to get the germs out, you know, check in with tasks that I deferred while I was sick and reschedule them. So I use the margin that is built into my weeks to tackle these things and then order groceries. That might be an example of my post-sickness brain dump, right? So I think half the battle with feeling overwhelmed or like you're behind on things is having so much floating around in your brain. There's a lot of power in doing brain dumps and being able to see things laid out in front of your eyeballs instead of having them floating around in your head. If I'm sick and I truly need to rest in order to get well, it's hard to do that when stress is consuming me. So doing brain dumps is a way to release that stress. Brain dumps help us manage overthinking and anxiety. And when we we do that, we can focus on resting, which is what we truly need when we're sick, right? And when we rest, we'll get better quicker and be able to get back to our regularly scheduled lives quicker and without feeling so overwhelmed. And okay, y'all, I know I said four tips, but do not think you're going to escape this episode without me singing the praises of Hustle Sanely 5 before you go, okay? You should have known this was coming. You should have known. I use HS5 to help me navigate both sick days and days when I'm trying to get back to my regularly scheduled programming after being sick. If you're new around here, HS5 is a daily routine that is made up of five habits. The five habits that make up HS5, number one, complete your focus three. Number two, move for 30 minutes. Number three, tidy for 15 minutes. Number four, say or do one kind thing for yourself. And number five, say or do one kind thing for someone else. So doing these five habits every day, it gives me solid ground to stand on. It gives me something that I can count on every day, no matter what season I'm in. Sure, the way that I do these habits looks different from season to season and day to day, but the framework stays the same. HS5 helps me to make progress where progress needs to be made while prioritizing my mental health and relationships. So when I'm sick, my focus three might look something like take a warm bath, take a nap, and eat a nourishing meal. My move for 30 minutes might look like going on a short walk to get fresh air if I'm up for it or doing some stretches to help me relax. My tidy for 15 minutes, honestly, I would probably skip that on a day that I'm not feeling well or I would ask my husband to do it for me. My kind thing for myself would be watching a comfort movie and my kind thing for someone else might be texting a friend to check in and see how they're doing. So HS5, it just helps me feel like my days have structure even when they don't go according to plan. Like I said, they just give me some firm foundation to stand on. Now, if you want to learn more about HS5, I know I went over that part really quick. I have a whole episode on the podcast. It's episode 169 dedicated to Hustle Sanely 5. I just wanted to give you an example of what it might look like if I'm sick, how I use HS5. So that is what I have got for y'all today. How to hustle sanely when you're sick or your kid is sick, or your spouse is sick, or fill in the blank is sick, don't forget that the biggest things I want you to take away from this. Number one, your schedules and routines, say it with me, y'all, are tools, not chains. And number two, your well-being and the well-being of your family tops everything else. Give yourself grace, 
Focus your energy on getting better or getting your kiddo better or whoever it is better and know that your to-do list will be there when everyone is well. I promise you the world is going to keep spinning whether something gets ticked off your to-do list today or next week, okay? Don't forget to go check out the free Chaos to Calm workshop. I know you're going to love it and you can use what I teach you in that workshop to help build your sick day routine. I love you so much. I will talk to you next week and I hope you have the best day ever. 